Welcome to Not Just Talk Radio, a modern-day movement offering a platform where real talk and new perspectives are transformed into action and evidence. Your host is LaTanya Jr., along with co-hosts Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. LaTanya is known for her unconventional brilliance and humanitarian scope of interest. They're ready to share both wit and wisdom. Now, here is LaTanya, Tina, and Tony. Hey, welcome, welcome, Not Just Talk Radio. We're here, ladies, Tina and Tony. Y'all there? Yes, we're here. Good morning. Good morning. I, hear, I hear a clap. I was say, do we have a budget for sound effects? <laughs> what? Matt, we have to check with Matt. Yes, oh, you know, yes it, your mouth. Clap. Clap. Your like hand buy, probably I'm buy good. some applause. Right. And I want a dong. I want a dong. Okay, uh, Sandra Rogers, executive producer, you're listening. <laughs> Listen, you got an iPhone? You got a phone? Find a find a ring tub. Find something on the phone. Right. <laughs> I don't know if they have clapping. Applause. Oh, oh. Listen, iPhone is old at this point. Um, um hey ladies, how are you? Hey. Hey, T- Tina, I-, I know Tina's a little under the weather, but she she you chose to join us. And, and Tony, how you doing? How you doing, Tony? I'm good. How you doing? I'm, I'm fine. fine. I'm fine. It's um sunny in New York right now. It's probably about mm, getting close to 70 degrees. And my garden is looking great. And uh, that's such a middle aged woman thing. And my garden well, it's, it's not like. Not, let me tell you about the party I went to this weekend and how fabulous I look. My garden. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about, ladies. When I call the show Middle Age, y'all like, don't go there. Okay. But then exactly. you continue to do Middle Age things. Gardening is for everybody. I agree. Well, it is the, it's yeah, the, it is it's the soul. I think the world would be a better place if people gardened. I, more I, people, to- more people I totally garden. agree. I totally agree. Tina, what are you up to? Um, I officially went back to the gym yesterday. Oh, shut up. Yes, I did. We um, should have sent you with a t-shirt. <laughs> I got a new heart. <laughs> That's what the t-shirt is. I walked in there like I own the joint. I said, yeah, I'm back. I'm here. It's me. Yeah. And then, of course, I woke up sick this morning and couldn't go, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was all like- back. Does that like ever bother you? Like if you go on Tuesday and then you can't go back until Friday, like do you go and looking guilty? No, like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'll make up for it. If I feel better in the, later in the day, I'll take my walk. Cause I walk, I've been walking an hour every day. Mm-hmm. So I'll take my walk and that'll make up for it. But, um, you know, but now I can get back on the machines and things like that. And I can't do anything upper body. It's all lower body, which has kind of gone real soft. And it used to be hard as a rock. So right. I got to really, I, I need a good month or more, good six to eight weeks to get that back up and, and running again the way it should be. <clears throat> and then by then, maybe the doctors will say I can at least lift weights with my arms. We'll, well see. I'm, I'm, we're just so glad to have you. I have to tell you. Um <laughs> So, look, I'm going to probably say welcome for the whole year. Welcome back. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'll take it. Well, we got a pretty serious conversation that we're going to we're going to throw out there to our listening audience around the world. And um, I, I see uh, I w- I'm, I'm just so excited to hear the both of your point of views and me to share mine, because there's so many different perspectives on this. But I think there's still a common. But what's really interesting, and we're talking about Alabama, if you're listening around the world, uh, there's a little state 
in the United States called Alabama. They were Alabama, Georgia. These little states were a part of the great confederate that would, didn't want us to, um, to um, they wanted to maintain slavery and so many other uh, deny humans of human rights. And that, that's really the base. The basis of these little southern states um, is really not just women rights, it's human rights. And fortunately, I'm actually recording from Alabama. Um, and I have people to call me Ethan and Dr. Nisha and even Tina and Tony are like, are you okay down there? Now, don't you let them kill you while you're down there. <laughs> um, and I, I thank you all for, for being concerned about my presence in Alabama. And I'm going to share my perspective. Um, and I've had many different, from black and white. I, I mean, I'm just going to get your heads up. I'm disappointed with both um, and, and, and give you an idea of what really is still happening Fortunately, I'm a marketer and I'm a self-proclaimed historian and anthropologist in my world uh, because of my research. Um, and so, ladies, let's let's set the platform. The platform is the state of Alabama. It's been several. This has been brewing. But Alabama passed a law here um, in regards to abortion rights. And it's the strictest, strongest um, approach to denying women their rights um, in our modern day history. Uh, would you would you say not in regards to this particular issue? And um, what this strategy is from Alabama is to now take this with a handful of other states, with states with similar laws, and challenge the Supreme Court and make it and and sweeping the country with new abortion laws, meaning a woman doesn't have a right to choose. Right, okay. that's it. And, and 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 so there have been some little marching, but you know I, I'm even disappointed. Let me tell you, I, I'm going to come at it. Where are all the white women outside? You know, I hear some celebrities. I cannot figure out why women haven't taken to the street. What a tragic! And I, and and it's and to me this is more than abortion. My mother and I have had this conversation. I said, my this is. This is one law trying to tell people what to do and, and taking their human rights. Trust me, there's another one coming. Um, but let me just shut up for a moment and, and see what are your thoughts when you first heard about this Alabama thing and or uh, I want to know your thoughts. And then I want to go how we were raised, like what how how did our parents what were what were we taught in this space? And then how have we evolved as grown women? Because we are grown women. Uh, if you guys haven't figured that out yet, there are women and then there are grown women. Uh, y'all talking to three, y'all listening to three grown women. And so now I give it to you guys. What What are your thoughts about this, about this move on Alabama? Now, I just want to clarify. It's also Atlanta as well, right? Well, Georgia. not uh, Georgia. Oh, Georgia. Is, Georgia has their own laws, not as strict to my understanding as Alabama. Alabama is like, even if you get raped, you still can't have an abortion. Right. Right. Because mm -hmm. there's a funny little laws in America across the country where rapists can, you, you know, people have been raped. They've kept the baby. And then the, the mother has to give joint custody to the rapist. <laughs> the, the, it, it's just such. Or you, such, if you're raped by your father. <laughs> or if you're even raped by your father. Which is incest. Which and is rape. incest. Yeah. And so. Yes, Tony. Uh, I, th I think Alabama has come with the strictest law. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, when I heard it, I thought that was one of the scariest things that I have ever heard in my life, that women would not have the right to say what happens to their bodies. Um, 
I thought, what are we, you know, we're, you take two steps forward and then 20 steps back. And it was hard to comprehend that in this day and age that we still have a body of people who want to control what we can do as women, control our body parts. That's what I thought when I heard about That's it. That's what you thought. Tina, what were your thoughts? Well, I'm, 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 I'm like taking the stance of Leslie Jones from Saturday Night Live. And she had, if you didn't see it, go to YouTube. She had a remarkable commentary on Saturday Night Live this past Saturday. Mm-hmm. And she came out um, in a costume, A Handmaid's Tale. And if you haven't right. seen that show, that's where you really know how women lose their rights in every respect. Um and she, when she took it off, she had on a T-shirt that said mine, and M-I-N-E, and underneath mine was an arrow pointing down to her vagina. Mm-hmm. And she said, I'll be damned if any man will ever tell me what to do with my body. And that's me. I mean, I will be as militant as militant can be before any man... And, you know, and, and let's get this straight. Any white man is going to tell me, I have, you know, we have lived that life for too many centuries. It ain't going to happen again. It's just not going to happen again. And women need to stand up and by any means necessary and do what you got to do to vote these people out of office. Yeah, you know, it's so funny because... I, I, are you guys looking at the way I'm looking at it? And I'm coming. I'm just going to say it. we're intellectual women. We're not we're not scrubs, right? We're well-rounded and, and have world-traveled. And that is so many people are just looking at it as you killed a little baby. Now, we've all grew up with a Bible-based foundation and so on, et cetera. But that same Bible-based foundation constantly says, Old and New Testaments, breathe. You, uh, what is it? Somewhere in the book of Deuteronomy, you have a choice to choose right from wrong. Mm-hmm. You have a choice to define what you're right. You, you have that choice. I, I think for my mindset, I'm living here in Alabama. I have to tell you why they're able to pull this off. Because, you know, when you go from Chicago, New York, Washington, D.C., and then Alabama, uh, on television, there's constant political and social engagement. You're totally aware of what's, uh, 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 of so much more that's happening, right? I have to tell you, on Alabama TV, it is a farce. It is a joke. I haven't figured out why the FCC have not shut Alabama television down across the whole state because television here consists of the first thing they do in the morning is they show you any petty criminals. It is blackface after blackface. Remember back in the 70s how they used to do that up mm-hmm. north? Yeah. Right. And that's all I, I'm telling you. I said to myself, are you kidding me? And so people are fed. Black people are dangerous and black people are thieves. For people to make the news for stealing a car and you wake up in the first nine conversations of the morning is someone broken in a house and stole a car and is, is Leroy Jackson or Leroy Jones or Leroy, you know, that kind of thing. And then they go to news and that's pretty much it. The people here get a fraction. Maybe there is a vote today, but there is no. So the people are, I'm going to say it and don't get upset, Alabama people, but you'll you, until you travel abroad or come out of, of the state of Alabama, the people, the local people aren't fully educated about the what's happening and the insights and when you try to speak to them because they are so programmed 
And now, fortunately, there are these pockets of intellect. You know, I'm in the area of Auburn and between Auburn and Alexander City. These are um, a, a lot of international people because of Mercedes-Benz and Toyota and Hyundai and all these other places that's down here. Um, and so I live in a pocket of a lot of international folks. And then I'm only 16 miles outside of Georgia. Um, and, and, you know, and I can be at the airport in Atlanta. You know, everything I do is in Atlanta. Uh, but ladies, I have to tell you, the reason why they're able to pass these laws, the local people are still back. I'm not kidding. If I was to get some number, I'd say about 1909. That's the year. It's like uh, it, when you talk to young girls, even graduating college, the local Southern people are like, well, I got to get married. Mm-hmm. Well, but, but, but my mother wanted me to get married. Well, what are you going to do with your degree? Well, I'm going to get married. Right. You and still I, live in the land of Stepford Wives. You really do. It, re- it really is. It, it is. And they've been able to get away with it. It's only, what, 4.8 million people? It's only 4.8 million people in, um, in, in Alabama. That's not the whole, I mean, the whole state, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that being the case, they're able, they've been able to stay off the mainstream platform and manipulate a whole state of people. An entire state of people. I, I have to tell you. I mean, I I've just, been. Yes, I'm sorry. I, say, I just don't understand how you take pride in yourself when you don't exercise the brain that God gave you. You know, it's a sin. It really is. It's a I, sin. I, I totally agree with you. But but here's, the, you know, the thought process is um, they don't know they're not using it. You know, they don't know. You, you have to have that capacity. Your brain is only as big as what you put in it. And so people have been down here, listen, you can have 10 acres of land and your taxes are $300 for the whole freaking year, right? It's great weather. Um, They get to create their own rules. Alabama is a wild card in America. They get to create their, listen, I walked right in the store, showed my driver's license, no background check and bought a gun. Brand Mm -hmm. new gun. Mm -hmm. And the guys were like, keep it on you. I was like, well, I, I don't want to keep it on me. I just want to. <laughs> I want to sleep well at night. I need a sleep apartment, and this is my man right now, right? And they were like, and all the guys in the store was like, all of our wives are packing, and and, and I just thought, well, I'm gonna get one, but I just thought to myself, I can't believe it took me literally ten minutes to buy a weapon with just a driver's license. And they, they're not going to let you tamper. So Alabama, I think the leaders trying to hold the concept of that slave master mentality, um, I think that's really what they've put on the auction block here with this law. So in a funny kind of way, that's a good thing because now they're saying we're going to boycott certain songs. I mean, certain, right, Tina? There's some kind mm-hmm. of show, a cartoon that has same-sex marriage. Arthur, Arthur. Uh, Arthur. So now we're going to boycott that. But the deal is, what gives you 20 or 30 men the right to Tell dictate? how to raise my child now. Child, right. now, now, now I you can I when I do have this child, that was made that was conceived out of incest and rape. Now you're gonna tell me how I can raise them. Listen, let me tell you what else will happen. They had a, a how law. How does that sound to you? It, it well, America it's, and it, beyond. It, uh, how does modern, that sound to you? It's, it's still slavery. It's still slavery, and the people here don't even know. So you gotta be very careful. I don't have a lot. I mean, I have fun with the locals, a handful, 
um, I, you know, I'm very close and I do things with the local mayor and she's working her butt off. Um, and she's an ed- educated woman. But when you have that old come at, let me tell you, when you come after white folks, racist laws, the local blacks will protect them. They're like, who are you coming down here telling them? We know them. And you're sitting here going, that's because you were enslaved, brother and sister. <laughs> it's because it's been embedded in your brain. You've How been duped. That, that, well, you've that, been duped. That you too cannot exercise your own brain. But now I have, no, so- I have no sympathy for, you know, anybody that rolls up on you and calls you out of your name, calls you the N-word. Well, I have no sympathy for you. Well, it's, it's, it's a shocking because I thought, let me go to Montgomery. Let me see how progressive they are. I, I think Dr. King would be disappointed. I'm, I, I, I'm sure I think Dr. King would be disappointed. Um, um, I mean, just the fact that his own personal home was near foreclosure, if it wasn't for the billionaire purchasing it, um, his family home um, recently, the last six or seven months. But on the flip side, so now they're saying, we're going to tell you what you can do with your bodies. We're going to tell you what you can watch on television, right? And... As we all know, most people have this gambling opportunity in their state. Whether you believe in gambling or not, the money normally goes, most of it, to education. And Alabama and Selma and and all these little towns, the schools are closing. There's no money for them. They don't have quality education down here. And they don't need, they don't want these people educated at a high level. They don't, they don't want them educated. So yesterday they voted against allowing gambling in Alabama. Hmm. So, so I, I keep telling people this is bigger than a abortion human rights kind of law. Besides the fact, where are the men in the equation? Everybody that's getting penalized are the women. Right. You know, women. Oh, so, okay, so doctors can go to jail. It's a, it's a, it's a. But where are the, where are the? It's so backwards that this is really what they did was put American on America on the auction block because this speaks to if people don't come together and say, while we are complaining about other third world countries and countries, this is a modern day form. This is another form of human trafficking. That's what I think it is. Yeah, I do. And so we're, I know we're going to go to break. I mean, I, I know that's we pretty stark. We, we, we have yeah. a minute, but... Uh, when we get back, we're going to talk about how we were raised, you know, how, how our family, how we were raised that, you know, did your mother say it was OK to have abortion? Your father, your mother, did they tell you you do what you want, but you have your own conscience? Let's talk about that and how that happens, because, as you know, so many religious leaders have come out and said, no, this is this is much too strong uh, when we get back from the break. T- Tony, are you still there? Yeah, here I am. <laughs> she was she was pu- Pruning her flowers in the garden. Right, right. <laughs> Tony, get out your garden. If I could get my microphone out there while I did it, I certainly would be out there. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll be back with Not Just Talk Radio. Talking about Alabama, human rights, the auction block. Slavery, modern day slavery. Men telling women. Handmaids. Um, handmaids, man. ladies. Y'all yeah, about to right. be. Y'all, y'all look. These little young girls. Rapidly. Rapidly. Get your red robe and your little white bonnet. Because that's how you are going to be living. And if, if you don't if, know what the handmaid's tale is, either yeah. read it or tune into Hulu. Yeah. And, and, yeah, if, and, you don't get and off, if you don't get off your butt, if you don't get off your butt, if you don't get off your butt, there yeah. are consequences to sitting by the sideline. And if you, care, right. about, if you care about your children, say okay. not just talk. We'll be right back.
This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Zofia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change can be a scary thing. It's way too easy to stay inside your comfort zone. But the world is changing, and that's not going to stop without adapting yourself to the rest of life is just selling yourself short. Join Sandra Hill every week for Grow Your Voice, Overcome Your Fears. You gain insight with expert guests, experiences, and tools to help you navigate the change and perhaps even welcome it. Listen live on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome, welcome, welcome with Tony Brown and Tina Wynn, Not Just Talk Radio. And me, Tanya. And as you know, before the break, we were talking about Alabama human rights. And we were just really sharing our our broader point of view and what we were thinking. We're going to reel it on in. And, and, And Tina got a bail. So, Tina, give us our reel in bail. Oh, that was somebody's <laughs> texting me. <laughs> okay. well, oh my lord! Oh, there it is. That's a will it is. Yeah, that's okay. how we will the conversation. Is. You got to get it closer to the mic too. Yeah, we'll turn it up. Get a little bit. <laughs> so, like yeah. a bo- Can you hear it? Bicycle bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a boxing like school bell. Okay, listen, ladies. Let's All get right. back to this. <laughs> so here, here's what I want you to think about. Because I, I, before the. Um, break we talked about I wanted to talk about how we were all raised but here's some numbers I'm looking at Alabama public health now remember there's only 4.8 million people in the state of Alabama but according to the Alabama public health uh, which is .gov this is an official federal website um, it says there's 321,500 rapes in Alabama yearly under the age 12 and that's with an estimate of only 32 percent recording 32% recording. And so, you know, when you think about urgencies of life, I think about Alabama, if you should have done anything first, you first should have dealt with this enormous number for child, for for raping, for basically raping children. 
not basically, raping children. Um, the fact that that's a huge number for a population at 4.8, I mean, 4.8 million people. And they're saying that only an average of just 32 percent cases are actually reported and, um, and actually um, are in force. And, and so they, they chose, this is a strategic move on Alabama. They chose to go after this, this after women. And it is it's such a major control um, law. I, I, as I said, it's nothing but modern day slavery. You can, you can look at it either way you like, um, or even human trafficking. I'm going to tell you what to do. You're going to do it the way I want you to do it. And I get to control you. So uh, um, as a recap, they want to control what we watch. Um, it's none of your business if people want to gamble, in all honesty. Um, <laughs> it's just not. And it's, it's and, and the list goes on and on and on. But I think Alabama throwing himself on the center stage is an old problem that now finally can be fixed. And that's the positive part. When we clean up the current administration and outdated laws, we might as well clean up Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, and these other markets that have created this buffoonery and I say really help people captive and, and, and dummy people down um, in these markets. But let me start by telling you how I was raised. As you know, my mother, um, I was raised in a household with a, a very strong religion and I'm not going to say it and all that kind of stuff and start holding the conversation. And, and, and the way I was raised was I wasn't raised in a very liberal thinking home. The mindset in our house was you have to believe what your parents believe. I was never given that platform to say, you know what? I want you to explore different things because I want you to be happy and make sure you figure out what works for you. Instead, I was raised with that man's mindset. This is what our truth is. This is what you are going to be. And if you don't want to be this, then you can get out my house. And that's, you know, I, I find that that is a very common um, framework, especially in the African-American community of how people are raised, why so many people commit suicide, why so many people don't find their authentic self. They have to deprogram themselves to figure out what what is their piece. So what what are your thoughts, uh, Tina and Tony? What, what was your perspective in this space of how you were raised? Well, I was raised as an independent, literally. <clears throat> my father worked all day, my mother worked all night, and in between, they rested. So I learned how to cook at an early age, I learned how to take care of children at an early age, um, I learned how to be disciplined in terms of my studies, and <clears throat> make my own decisions. So my parents, my mother, finished high school, my father, eighth grade. And they were, um, they worked very hard. Um, they were also entrepreneurs and they didn't do, do badly at all. They, I mean, it was enough to keep a roof over our head and we, we had a nice home and a nice neighborhood. Um, but I raised myself. So anything I learned, I learned from friends and other adults who I had respect for, from reading, from watching television and I literally raised myself and I made my own decisions. Okay, so you had, you know, the Wayne Dyer used to say, my mother had to turn me over to an orphanage. And because of that, I have so much self-reliance. Mm-hmm. And his, his other brother was in the same orphanage. And he said, my mother had to turn me over to an orphanage. But because of that, I'm an alcoholic. 
because I didn't have anything. So you you chose the self-reliance. And so in your mind, I can see where that spirit comes from. Um, I have defined who I am and what's right for me. And therefore, you cannot tell me what to do. Yeah. I mean, what I can tell you that was instilled in me, respect for other people, um, particularly for myself. It was, you know, it was one of those things. You better never bring a baby in here, you know, out of wedlock, that kind of thing. And I lived back in those days where it was it was shunned, you know, frowned upon. But all I could think of was, how can I get out of here? How can I get out of here? Because <laughs> I need to be by my, I need to be on my own. You know, did it ever cross <laughs> your mind? Did it ever cross your mind? Because I, I, when I'm down here, and I've met some people, you know, one thing that's great about Alabama is that racist people do not hold back. Um, they, they're not going to confront you verbally. They haven't, um, in public places, especially Auburn, where it's very progressive, but you can see the spirit of hate. I've had white people touch my arm and say, be careful. That guy there doesn't like, you know, and I've said, Oh, thank you. I can handle, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, but they come in very quietly because they're outnumbered in the bigger cities and they leave, they come in, they sort of get, they, they, they groceries and then they go back to the heels of Alabama. You don't see them in the mainstream. And I, I often look at them and I wonder and I go, you know, you you guys made a decision to rape a human being that you called an animal to bear children. I mean, when you think about this whole thing and then you made your slaves go to church and sit there and you define sin for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does that because have that ever that experience ever like moved to your head the level of unintelligence and dis- dysfunction I still think people of color you got to be a nightmare if you are working on this planet earth and you haven't diversified your business because our perspective of the facts and truth are so real and we don't live in this pretend world did that ever cross your mind a little bit, Tina? Because it, it always crossed my mind when I was taught, this is a sin, that's a sin, this is a sin. And I'm like, really? Well, keep going. Let's keep well, going I, down the sinless. I grew up in a very interracial um, um, environment. So my friends were equally, equally black and white. Now, when I was six years old, that was the first time somebody called me, you know, the N-word. And that was the little girl across the street who was younger than me. So obviously she could only have gotten that word from her parents. What's that heifer name? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, call, I, don't, I don't know. Her, no, I'm just kidding. To this no, day, no. I call her the little redhead girl because she had red hair, curly red hair, like out of Charlie Brown cartoon. And I remember as a teenager, I was over one of my girlfriend's homes, um, white girl, and it was a whole bunch of us over there. And her father came in here and said, get these niggas out of my house. And we were like, oh, shoot. You know, so there was always an awakening. And when I when I went to my my college orientation, we they we met with the black student union and it was like being at a Black Panther meeting. So there was all kinds of mixed messages. and and, And again, I reverted back to. But. And I and I always believed in God. My the, my parents made me go to church. They didn't go, but because they were just too tired or whatever. But um, they always made sure I was there, and right. that instilled a great deal that into me also, and which I it stuck with me to this day. Well, but but you know now that you say that, it's very interesting. Um, I uh, have 
been doing, you know, whatever the town asked of me, help clean the, you know, pick up paper day or whatever the case may be. And so whenever I've spoken to some of the locals um, and, and you said, well, have you read this book? Well, why, you know, but these opportunities are available. It's so interesting. What I have learned, you said that the militant, the Black Panther feeling, I w- that's what Alabama's missing because people of color down here have said to me at a higher rate, by the way, you must think you better than everybody else. Mm-hmm, and so, mm-hmm. what, and you're, you're sitting to yourself saying, you don't even know what that means because you're not using it in the right context <laughs> for one. But the fact is they've been so programmed when you talk about, you know, I said, I'll do a workshop. I'll do a workshop on entrepreneurship for the town. Now I could, you know, that's a very, that's a huge free gift that I'm giving folks, you know? Um, I've, you know, I've charged up to $20,000 for those workshops uh, to organizations. I'm going to do it free for the town. But why are you going to do that? And so I think that's one of the issues. One of the issues, that militant experience that you experience, even though it may have even seemed extreme sometimes, mm-hmm. I don't find, I have not yet to find one militant person in Alabama. And they, they're probably saying, well, we're not going to go there. But that's what really needs to happen. Alabama is going to fully snap when people from other areas come down here. And they're going to have to come, move in and change the mindset because the people here are just so inbred. They're right. just so inbred. They, they, right. I was, so, I was, I was wondering if that would actually what what it would take to change. Yeah. And it's gonna it's gonna have to be a new influx a influx new of influx. educated people. people. I think also to isolation in places in the South, uh, you know, breed this right. ignorance. You're right. If you were out in the world and you saw what opportunity looks like, what other people look like how much there is to do, how much culture is infused. Foods and, yeah. Exactly. You would be like, oh, my God, where have I been? I'm I'm in a time warp here. You know, the world literally has moved on. And I think also because I am in New York and I have traveled, it's surprising when you go to certain places in the South and you realize, my God, this is the place time left behind. Like, but, yeah. Yeah. but you know, Latanya, yeah. I met one of your family members in your home, you know, before you moved to Alabama. And it surprised me <laughs> that <laughs> she was she was so. Uh-huh. Um, she, don't, she don't even talk to me no more because she can't even <laughs> she can't I deal with this. It, it, I mean, her her the, her lack of knowledge of people in the world, of just the world in general, and, and I was and she and she's an educator. What? <laughs> and she's right. an educator. And I was like, "What are you teaching the kids?" You know, right, it was right. kind of it was kind of horrifying because she was like, "You, you came in and you just you did this and you did that and you." And I said, "Okay, it's hard." That, it's I said, "Was that something unusual to you?" It's hard. I said, that, it was. It was. You know, this is a normal thing. And she's like, "I'm just. I just." I'm in awe of you. And I said, don't be in awe of me. I said, why don't you travel sometime and, 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 and get a perspective of the world? Yeah. Don't be in yeah. awe of me. I said, because and, I'm, I'm normal. I'm a face in the crowd. And, and here's the shocking part. She's an educator and she lives now outside of Alabama, but mm-hmm. in Alabama, she's considered extremely progressive. 
Yeah, well, that's extremely, good. extremely progressive. And so she her feelings hurt in New York City. Th- oh, she got ah, she got her feelings hurt in Ohio. I mean, you know, I'm just, but so um, so here's one of the things. Alabama is it a great place to live? Come on, guys. It's like living in the Caribbean. It's I, I feel like this is, you know, I've had a, it, back and forth to St. John for about 10, 15 years. And so it's like Alabama is like living in the Caribbean in regards to the weather. Right. And then on the flip side. These people down here pay nothing to live. You can live like royalty and have acres and acres. I mean, there's a house now in my town for 1.7 million. It's 283 acres with six homes on the property. And they're meticulous. It's just gorgeous property and land. And so if you're a tech person, person that works from home, you got to be, hey, you can come down here and live like a queen and there's no rules and really help shape this, this community. Um, I'm never lonely because I have an abundance of friends all over the world. I have Skype and and then I'm in and out of Atlanta. But uh, that's what's going to have to happen. I know we're going to go to break. But Tony, I wanted to hear what was your how did your parents as you and your sister? Did your mother and Bible belt you, you know, to death in regards to? No, absolutely not. We went we went to Catholic school. And we uh, we went to Catholic elementary school. We went to church on Sunday. I think uh, the priority was to give us a moral base. And as we grew up, there was really no pressure. I think my parents wanted to educate us. And that was an opportunity that they didn't have growing up. I think they wanted us to see the world. They wanted us to know about the world, and they wanted us to be strong and independent, independent enough to make our own decisions. That was what they worked and sacrificed for. Well, you know, it's interesting because you were raised on the East Coast, and so were you, Tina, right? I'm, yeah. I mean, on the, mm-hmm. and so I was raised in the Midwest, and my my mother's from Alabama. And my father, because as you know, he traveled all the time. He let my mother define the rules. I wish. I mean, I'm glad I never had children. I'm just saying that's just works for me. But if I would have, I would do it completely different. And I and I was raised well, but it took me a long time to deprogram myself into that space that I was put here and given the right to define my own destiny and my rules for for how I choose to live my flow. And so I, I spent the first 15 years of my life trying to dig out of everybody else's beliefs and systems um, because I was broken. I felt complete. I worked myself to death feeling horribly sad because I knew I wasn't who I believed I was supposed to be, right? And, and that takes time out of life and so on, et cetera. And that's really, that's why I understand the Alabama people so well it, it, because the work it would take to dig these people out yeah. of what they don't know and what they've missed, we would not see it in our generation. But I know we're going to have to go to break. When we get back, I want to talk about what we should be doing as citizens. Because this is, a, like I said, as as a marketer and as a strategist, um, um, this is a moral, fi- this, is, this is bigger than m- most people think. And people are saying, Tanya, you mean you'll kill your baby? No, grow up, read a book. That's not what I'm saying. And that's really <laughs> not what this is saying. Because if they were that concerned, you would have started first with all the other problems that you have in America, because uh, there's so many. You should have, you know, you should have bundled, you should have bundled your rules against 
all the rapists running around Alabama and the gun law foolishness and the, and the, the schools with not enough information in the, in the walls of the school and your communication systems that don't educate the people and, and, and enslave the people. I mean, you got, they got a lot to deal with. So when we get back, let's talk about American citizens, women, what should we be, do, what should we be doing to make sure that we correct this. It's your turn to speak up. And and husbands and wives, y'all think it's funny? I tell you what, men, without a woman, you ain't got a kid. You don't have a son or a daughter. How about that? And so while y'all flexing your muscles, check this out. This is a lot of power, and we're not going to let you take it. On that note, the power of the V. That's right. <laughs> That's how Kim Hampton would say it. Roy basketball player. <laughs> You ain't getting the V, boo. <laughs> so anyhow, <laughs> we'll be back right after this. Not just talk radio with Tina, Tony, and Tanya. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Are you ready for a show about possibilities? Are you tired of boundaries and limitations and ready for expansion and growth? Then tune in and spend some time with Rebecca Huey, host of Mastermind. Dr. Rebecca provides a safe, healing environment designed to help you develop emotional intelligence, resilience, and the self-awareness necessary to create positive, long-lasting change. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel channel are you ready to be fabulous you know science has proven that women thrive in a tribe together and now we invite you to join two fierce females otherwise known as sheila and sarah as they help you take the journey from flat to fabulous it's fun terrific stories and wise insight every week take better control of your life tune in every wednesday at 3 p.m eastern time and 12 noon pacific time for life from flat to fabulous on the voice america influencers channel Create happiness now. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome, welcome. Tina, Tony, Tanya is here. Not Just Talk. Talking about Alabama. Talking about human rights, women's rights. And now we want to really talk about what to do next. We've shared that personal experiences are what our thoughts were. Um, and I share my perspective from having a home and, and living in Alabama. I've been visiting Alabama my entire, for 55 years. 
my entire life. Every so many years we head down here. But over the um, during the break, Tina and I were talking. I said, let me see the race um, percentage down here. And so it is a it's a market that's seventy percent white, hmm. and um, that's a um, th- those are that says a lot. Seventy percent white, about and really about twenty six percent African American, and leaving somewhere loosely between four and five percent. Um, color, um, I, but I think it's a it's a growing it's a growing number. I also think it's so interesting how just um, Tina, how just a handful of people um, had the audacity to try to make a decision for an entire population, and then do what slave mentality people do and form, and then bully the rest of the society. So a market with four point eight million people out of a out of a country with like two three hundred and forty million people, thirty, forty million people, um, actually have the audacity to try to dictate uh, their thoughts um, and their feelings and beliefs. And while we're waiting for Tony to come back, it's so Here interesting. I am. <laughs> hey, there you are. But but let me interject. Immoral people always want to tell somebody else about morality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. That is true. That is absolutely. that is absolutely. You mean like your president? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it really is for what, what, I'm sorry. what I wish. And, I, and we all have relatives, friends um, that are non-people of color. You know, we are not three women that don't like white folks. We have white blood, uh, DNA all mixed in our and our system. I mean, my, my great aunts and uncles pass for white. And, and so we are all people. That's what a person of color is. It means we have um, assimilated through slavery and we have s- mixed tones. And as we all know, uh, but, you know, my white friends are very angry. My white friends are like, Tanya, we need to all just, you know, blah, 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 blah. This is really it comes down to um, either America is going to define itself for what it said is right um, and that is with all these human rights and equal rights and so on, et cetera, because right now they're behaving um, like Russia in so many cases and so many other places. But uh, how do I get to this? I don't want to I don't want to mumble mumble. So feel free to cut me off. What I'm trying to say is we're at this place where so many things are on the center stage. Now, some people are saying that's because it's time for Armageddon. That's fine. If an Armageddon show up, that's just fine. I'm, I'm cool with that. But on the flip side, we still have to be active. We cannot fall back and say, well, I'm not going to do nothing because I'm going to just let Armageddon come or the world end come um, because, you know, I've been told that my whole life. And now I'm here and I have a responsibility to continue to work. And so as women... What are some of the things you think we should be doing? For me, it's like partnering with some organizations, uh, making sure I participate and um, whatever public uh, piece is. But as a strategist, ladies, the first thing I would tell women, do not vote for people that vote for anything you don't believe in. There are more women than men, right? And believe it or not, in the markets that count, there are more people of color then there are non-peoples of color. So that means you have the biggest power to influence than anyone. And that's I, I also believe that's why we're having this battle. We're having this battle because we're, we're where we had said we would be in the 80s. In the 80s, as diversity experts, we would say in 20 or 30 years, right, ladies, that um, you're going to see a shift in demographics. 
And I think the shift in demographics, not just in the United States, but around the world, has smoked out some of the most horrible people that's fighting to their last breath to take control, to force people to submit, and realign society. What are your thoughts? No, no, I, I have a thought, but I wanted because I know Tony hasn't sp- spoken too much, so I was going to let her go first. Tony, Tony, what you think? It's funny, I just lost my entire train of thought um, <laughs> behind it, but... Um, I mean, do you see this as, I mean, because it's, do you see this as everything's on the table? Come on out. Uh, come on. So we got to I think, I think I everything think- is on the table for women. And I think also, too, what how I lost my train of thought was that I'm thinking that women have to stop allowing their husbands to tell them how to vote. Right. You have to vote your interest. You have to vote to protect women. You know, the statistics show that women who can't take care of kids are launched into poverty. So if you don't allow women to make the choice to keep a pregnancy or terminate a pregnancy, there's nothing there that requires a man to stay and to be responsible for that child. Only the woman is only the woman is responsible. You have that baby, that baby is with you. And now you may be launched into poverty because you don't have a job. You also don't have that father there to help you take care of that child. And then put on top of it, then 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 the government tells you what you can watch on television, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What, what you we're gonna, we're gonna tell you your a la carte. Hey, of ladies, choices. watch the Handmaid's Tale. See your future. They're going to Tina with something deep. So, <laughs> and so it, it's women. If you see it, you'll see how deep it is. And and, and, and compa- comparing to present day. No, present I mean. Day, I, present I, day I, USA. I, we are like third world countries right now. Um, ISIS raping women and children and, you know, everything in the third world. The Africans kidnapping girls and raping them. Come on. Well, no, Come on. The United deal. States ain't no. United States is no better with this type of this type of lawlessness. Well, I, I I mean I don't not only agree with you, but I was just in Atlanta airport last week and here's to my shock. Over oh excuse me, over and over again, the over the announcement, it's saying if you see anything related to human trafficking, please contact the police near you. I thought to myself, wait a minute, I'm in the airport. It's not saying welcome to Atlanta, right? Um, enjoy our fine city. Today's weather is 99 degrees. What it said was, uh, if you see human trafficking, please report it. And that's the, the that's the world These we. The times. And, and so when I see women, when I see people, and it's normally men posting videos of women fighting, and yeah, y'all, y'all don't even get it. You know, it's us grown women, and only do we not watch it. But I've never even met a woman that had a physical confrontation with another woman. It's not. I'm gonna just say it. It's not my class. I am too intelligent to socialize with that level of buffoonery. But do I mentor? Do I strategically try to help people out of that mindset? Absolutely. And so why so so many still we got to pick up and drag along and dust them off until they figure it out, including some from the South that has higher education but still behave like a backwards um, nonsense, as we were talking about. Um, that being the case, women, I would say if the average woman reached out to 12 women, you know, that's a tipping point number, 12 women, try to get a pool of 50 of you guys together, 50 women in your pool. So you get, you know, you know what I look at, you know, I, I, 
It's not what, that I'm what, I'm losing what, I'm losing um faith in women. I and and this is and I don't want to sound you know one sided in terms of race, but I I'm more encouraged by my own because I look at the white women who are sitting behind Trump at these rallies and cheering him on, and he cheats on his wife, and he disrespects his children, and he. Um, you know, he talks about women yeah, in derogatory but, ways, but and you the, sit there and you cheer for him. Yeah, yeah. but that's a but t- Tina, that's a game. See, that's what most people don't realize when you sit game when you play. No, it's all they've always played it. What they do is when you go to one of these conventions or conferences or events, they choose as you're coming in who sits behind it. I know. It. But, I'm, I, I'm not, but here's the deal: I'm not worried about those little hundred women. We're, we're marketers. Not, we know how that works. Yeah, it's a game. I'm talking about the the larger women at hand. And, and, and what I do encourage people is because it takes years. This is the space I know for sure. It takes years to deprogram yourself from the habits and behaviors. People say you can do it in 30 or 45 days. Yeah, if you have nothing else better to do, but you still fall back. And that's why I encourage women to, to network more, come together, um, try to grab 12 women, do something um, every two or three months together uh, um, and try to keep some positive reinforcement. Again, these laws are not about, did you, are you going to kill your baby? This law is a bigger law to say, if we can get this one passed. Exactly. Right, if we can control. get this one passed, right. then, then we can control. We're going to take the over your life. We're control. Well, right. take I mean, over your they've life. already done it. The fact that this law comes out and, and six days later, they say, and we're going to say what can't be shown on television. Now, remember, uh, Alabama right. gets federal break, breaks and so on, et cetera. And they're telling the federal government, so what? We're a part of the United States. We still get to dictate what people choose to watch. Right. We get to uh, we get to we get to choose that. And so now they're going to tell you what you can watch. Right. I know they were trying to get um, some private schools and, 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 and that kind of thing. And they were going back and forth about bringing charter schools. Now, charter schools have proven to be wonderful schools. But Alabama's voting against it here and there and all these seven pockets. So this is really a this is where the, the we're down to two minutes. This is where the rubber hits the road. Ladies, remember, you do not vote for people that do not have your interests. And as Tina said, don't let people tell you who to vote for. And look at this as a bigger cause. But if those women that are at a high conscious area, it's sweet and sexy to, you know, say something on video every once in a while. Stop, stop promoting um, debauchery, women fighting on social media. Start promoting conversations that transform people and, and, and you get to have your own power. I want my own power. You know, I want to be responsible for my decisions. I don't need my mother's. To be responsible for my decisions, I'm 55 years old, right? If my dad was alive, I would say the same thing. I mean, my sister told me a couple of months ago, she said, you're supposed to honor your mother and father. I'm 55. I'm supposed to grow into being a a functional adult that contributes and supports the passions, the needs, the desires that I was designed to put here for. Exactly. And along the way, guess what, lady? I never disrespected my mother and father. So, you know, find something else to criticize me about. You were supposed to use everything your parents gave you to enhance your life and go out in this world and make it a better place. But but your parents who were were godly and moral and, 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 and taught you to love all people. 
to love everyone, right. especially yeah, yeah, yeah. yourself. Right, right. And I and I would and I would I would pray that women would not be in positions where they had to choose to have an abortion. I would pray that that wouldn't happen. However, it is your body. It is your body. God gave us our brain, and only He can judge us. Only that's He it. can judge that's, us. That's the piece. No one else can tell us how to how to live. And there will come a day, each and every one of us, especially you, you know, you good old boys in Alabama. There will come a day where that the the main judge will be judging you. So, right. And so now we're down to our last minute. I want to say thank you for listening. I know we were all over the place. That's what happens when it's passion. But listen to the show twice if you have to and and hear hear what we're saying loud and clear um, and and participate in a bigger cause because uh, your human rights, your rights as a human being are on the line. And I'm not trying to put the fear factor in you. It just is what it is. And now get off your butts. Do something. Pick up a book. Read a book. Uh, join an organization with women. Network. And well, women wisely. Uh, yeah. And, and wisely. And, and wisely. If you have questions, I mean, get on Facebook. Talk to us. Join us at Not Just Talk. And that being said, and down, Tina and Tony, you know how much I love you? Love not you, too. I love you. <laughs> if no Thank one you. told you they love you today, Take Not care, Just everyone. Talk. God listeners. bless. We do. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to Not Just Talk Radio. You'll want to check out the next edition of the show next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 